0: Hi, guys. Uh, If there's plural of you listening to this, my name's Anna. I'm here with my good friend, Eric.
1: What's up, guys?
0: And um, we're starting a podcast called Volt Foss. And basically just kind of doing a deep dive into some of the stuff that I think we as a society often forget to think about and question and talk about. I mean, so many people just go on about their lives every day without really stopping to actually think about what it is they're doing and why and what's going on behind the scenes. So, And and they forget about everybody else, Mm -hmm. the people they don't see every day or the people they don't come in contact with. And I think we need to, especially with everything going on, really sit back and look at ourselves as a society and see how we're, what we're doing right, which I don't think is really a lot (laughs) (laughs) right now, but also what we could do better and what we can focus on to change. So yeah, uh, today we're going to talk about our disabled and differently abled comrades and, and kind of everything going on with COVID-19 and how they're really kind of being neglected in general. And this has really just highlighted the injustice with this community. So,
1: right, right. Well, and, uh, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, There's a lot of new injustices as it relates to Mm COVID-19. And unfortunately, they're nothing other than extensions of age-old injustices against our differently-abled comrades. And it's important for us to, like you said in the intro, dig deep into stuff that we don't really think about on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's pretty easy to kind of, in our culture put your head down just consume the media that makes you happy go do your job come home rinse and repeat Uh, and I think it's important for a podcast like this to exist so we can dig a little bit deeper than maybe the discourse on popular media might be Mm -hmm. so yeah I
0: agree
1: we're definitely seeing uh, modern day eugenics as it Uh, relates to COVID-19 and the outbreak. Mm -hmm. We're seeing this anywhere from drug companies thanking lupus patients for their sacrifice before they stopped filling their prescriptions, all the way to states having contingency plans to basically murder uh, developmentally disabled folks if they needed a ventilator. So We're watching the same eugenics programs play out from hundreds of years through American history, and all that COVID-19 has done is sort of lay bare and lay obvious what disability advocates have been saying for years, and that is that they are second-class citizens uh, who are not respected, not valued, and whose lives are forfeit at a moment's notice if capitalism so desires
0: right I mean and, and the fact that these people their lives are valued based on what they can contribute to the economy and, and to society and and these people are contributing to society mm-hmm. whether, whether it's through a capitalist system or not the fact that you can say oh this is a second class citizen because they're differently abled and like you said with eugenics I mean to to think that you're taking these people off of a ventilator or not giving them one to begin with just because you think that they're not as mm-hmm. valuable mm-hmm. i mean it's disgusting and i and I, I don't know if i don't know if a lot of people know that that's going on but they should they need to Absolutely. they need to open their yeah. eyes and, and and realize that because that is a real thing that's happening and like you mentioned with the lupus patients uh one of our friends had that issue of, well, sorry, we think that your medication might be able to be used for Mm -hmm. rich people with Mm -hmm. COVID. So, uh, sorry, but you're not getting it, even though you need it. It's horrifying.
1: Well, we're talking about hydroxychloroquine, by the way, Mm -hmm. which has not been uh, tested or found effective in a peer-reviewed study as of yet, so. Other
0: than Trump going on TV and <laughs> babbling on about how it could possibly be helpful, and it looks promising.
1: He could have been a doctor, guys. Yeah.
0: Jeez.
1: could have been a doctor. She'd have gone to medical
0: school. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so messed up to think, and I hate to put it in this perspective, but this is how a lot of people need it to be put in perspective. If someone you love is in that situation whether they're on the spectrum or have a physical, you know, different, difference um, that doesn't allow them to, I guess, contribute as much as people think they should to society or whatever your standards are. Everyone knows someone. Everyone cares about someone who's not considered perfect in this system. And how would you feel if it was your loved one they're dying of COVID. They're suffocating. They can't breathe. You take them to the hospital and they say, well, sorry, but, um, this guy, this guy over here, he contributes more to society. So mm-hmm. we're going to give him the ventilator instead. I mean, how do you say one life is worth more than another, mm-hmm. but they do, mm-hmm. they do. The system does, the system places so much value, obviously on a Sis white man yeah. <laughs> you know he's he's got the dollar signs above his head more than anyone else, but it's just so horrifying because these these people it it's not their fault whether mm-hmm. they were born that way or whether something happened in their life that altered their course. it doesn't make them any less of a fucking person,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and mm-hmm. it is it's like you said it's years and years of eugenics that's been hiding behind a curtain still going on Mm -hmm. but hiding behind a curtain and here it is Mm -hmm. out in the open Mm -hmm. and another thing i want to tie into this is the anti-vax movement Mm -hmm. these people suddenly want a vaccine for covid because it's right in their face but you've had years of people preaching about being anti-vax because well it can cause autism or asperger's or like so you would rather have a dead child of polio than have a differently able child. Yep. How can you place that value on someone you love or someone you will love as your child or a member of your family? But they do. Yeah. People just think, yep. oh, well, you know, you have a physical ailment or a mental ailment as it's considered, and so you're just not valuable enough. Yeah,
1: well, I and I think that ties into something that I want to talk on briefly is uh, sort of the discourse around Disability, differently abled, mm-hmm. uh, neurodivergent versus mentally ill, uh, and kinda,
0: I I want to hear you what you have to say about that because I I find myself kind of struggling with oh, sure I, I don't want to sure. be you and, know
1: and I'm sure they can hear how we're trying to be very delicate with how right. with how we speak because we understand here right that words have power mm-hmm. and we understand that we don't want to give folks names that they do not want to carry. So basically where I'm coming from, if you hear me throughout this episode, I will use the term disabled, but it will only ever be used in a legalistic context. And that's only because I want folks to understand where our system stands Mm -hmm. and how that relates to what sort of changes we need to make. So you may hear me use things like developmentally disabled rather than uh, non-neurotypical. Or you may hear me use the word "disabled" rather than "differently abled," and that comes from a perspective of, of just trying to speak with the words that our legal system currently mm-hmm. uses. But that, you know that's something that I would like to talk about. We use terms like "disabled" or "mentally ill" or uh, uh, you know, worse terms. Not that, that, we, long don't ago say that we don't yeah. say anymore. <laughs> yeah. And this is because it's the otherization. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a way to put out of sight and out of mind the human suffering of folks because, well, they're less than us. They're less human. And, and you brought up a perfect point, the anti-vaxxer movement, with their, their hatred and disdain for folks on the spectrum. When you would rather your child be dead mm-hmm. than be autistic
0: mask off
1: you know mask off yeah fully uh you may as well put a swastika armband on Mm -hmm. and start goose stepping in the streets yeah because it's no different than when they were hustling differently abled folks or neuro atypical folks into concentration camps Mm -hmm. and we're seeing it play you think i'm being hyperbolic Continue to watch how this pandemic plays out
2: yeah,
0: I mean it's really no different they They were taking differently able than neuroatypical folks, as you said, not only putting them in concentration camps but doing science experiments mm-hmm. on them mm-hmm. and taking their fertility away mm-hmm. and and cutting things that they shouldn't have been doing yeah. i mean it's not that different right now to to look back at you know Nazi Germany and and things that they did and say oh my god that's horrible but right now i mean really what's the difference when you mm-hmm. stand back and look at it it's still a separation and a devaluing mm-hmm. of people
1: mm-hmm. and and you spoke earlier about how our lives values are completely oriented based on the capitalist interpretation yeah. of value and I, you know i think it's an interesting point to bring up that federal minimum wage laws do not apply yes. to folks that they consider disabled.
2: Right.
1: Uh, they are paying, you know, even in our community, there are
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: workshops that do not pay their differently abled folks as much as they pay their, quote, able-bodied folks. This is a fact of, of yeah. life. And we wonder w- why these people aren't taking... Seriously, these people are not valued and treasured by society, and it's because we set up multiple systems of reinforcing this idea mm-hmm. of inadequacy, reinforcing this othering that occurs. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's kind of funny to segue sort of into the next segment that I'd like to talk about, mm-hmm. which is the bending over backwards for able-bodied people. Yeah. But you know, it's for years and years and years we called accommodating people. Special needs,
2: mm-hmm.
1: as if they were a whole different sector of need. No, they're human needs, right? And like I said, I think that that tapers perfectly into the next thing that I sort of wanted to brush over was, for years, disability advocates have been begging folks mm-hmm. to make proper accommodations to differently abled folks yeah. in the workplace, in public, you know, in education.
0: Definitely an education, big time. And and, and mm-hmm. w-
1: what have we had in
0: nothing.
1: the span of a in in a years, in, in t- decades? Nothing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not one iota of meeting them.
2: Right.
0: And
1: the minute that quote able-bodied folks are affected, look what we've done in a matter of two months. Mm-hmm. We've got all these systems set up.
0: All of these systems. People are working from home. Pretty much all schools are all online, and. These people have been asking for these opportunities, equal opportunities to education and access to even healthcare. Suddenly there's a million e-visits available Mm -hmm. to everyone. Mm -hmm. But people who can't accessibly get to a hospital, well, good luck, call an ambulance and we're gonna charge you a thousand dollars to get a ride to the hospital because you're sick. But now, now that able-bodied Common people are affected by this whole thing. Suddenly, all of this is available. Suddenly, you know, teachers, I, I respect teachers and I, I'm sure they're having a really hard time right now adapting to online. But all these schools suddenly can dump everything into online classes and close down the facilities and make everything accessible through the internet. But where has that been? Where has that been all this time when people have been begging for online classes? Even if classes are online, you have to go pick up books. You have to go in to register. It's not accessible to differently-abled people who don't have the means to do that. But that doesn't mean these people should just sit around. Mm -hmm. And basically, the system just tells them, well, sit there and rot until you die. Yep. Yep. And it's bullshit because these people can still contribute. They are still human fucking beings who deserve to have the same accessibility and opportunities as everyone else and like you said two fucking months it took to keep this bullshit system barely running but we could put everything online make everything accessible for common people but not for the people who have been working and fighting and begging you remember those videos during the ACA repeal of Mm -hmm. of comrades in wheelchairs being drug out of state buildings by police yep. because they were there fighting for accessibility yep. and their rights and they were kicked out and told yep. well go fuck yourself. Yep. And now look at us.
2: Yep. It's
1: well and <laughs>
0: and
1: you know the these sorts of mental constructions don't go away just because we're revolutionaries or just because we're progressives or mm-hmm. just because we're liberals. Some of the most ableist folk that I have seen on the internet have had little blue check marks next to their name uh-huh. and worked for DNC. Yeah. So you've not, by necessity, gotten rid of these things. It is just like every other inherent bias; one you have to work on. Yeah. And you know, part of that comes from consume better media, mm. a more diverse media diet will help, mm. and get to know folks that you know are differently able. Yeah. Interact, I mean, ask bingo i just did a a, a wide arms (laughs) gesture i know it doesn't uh uh, come across but
0: i mean that's the key is reach out to these folks and say what do you need what what can we do to try to help because unfortunately somehow it takes able-bodied folks to get rights for differently able-bodied folks just like black people can go out and say black lives matter all day mm-hmm. and get tackled by the police but a bunch of white people can show up to the state capitol with guns yep. and say where you open i need my haircut and the next day things are open yep. Yep. if if you want to at least help make this change first of all listen to these people and get behind these people mm-hmm. not in front of them it's fine to boost people up it's not fine to drag people along
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
0: yeah, like you said, I mean, that's step one is just ask,
1: mm-hmm.
0: talk Amen. to folks.
1: Amen. Form relationships. Right. Guys. I know in the, the modern era of dunking on people and making really sweet remarks and, <laughs> right. and going viral, I know that that is appealing to the lower forms of our brains. Right. Uh,
0: I love a good Twitter clapback.
1: Yeah, but, <laughs> I, me too, as you know. much as the next, as much right. as the next person. But if we want to change the world, it has to begin in our interpersonal relationships. Mm-hmm. There's a famous IWW Industrial Workers of the World poster that it's got a pair of hands washing the dishes. It says, "Men and boys do the household chores. Revolution begins at the home." Mm-hmm. And it's always stuck with me. And I. I'm obviously a a cis male, uh, but it stuck with me because that kind of hits me right there. But it it taught you know that's if we want to build a different world, you have to begin in your own personal life. Yeah, and set things correct from the jump, or Mm. else you're going to come at it skewed. And that relates to uh, standing up for our differently able comrades, standing up for our neuroatypical comrades. Because if we don't all get liberated, none of us is liberated. It just changed to a fancier system of enslavement.
0: Nobody's free till everybody's free. Amen. That's my favorite. That's that's what sticks with me. Yep. But the thing is, now is the time. Unfortunately, it took COVID for us to get here. It took able-bodied folks needing these things for them to come about. But God damn it, stand up and say, well, what about these folks Mm -hmm. that we have been leaving behind for centuries? We've created these systems. We've created all of this infrastructure. Keep it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Allow people to work from home. Allow differently able-bodied people to get these jobs that it's now been proven they can be done from home. These online classes, it's been proven that you don't need to go into the school to take these classes These structures are here. Keep them here and allow them to be accessible, not just for the able-bodied folks who we want to keep apart for COVID, but keep them permanently Mm -hmm. and allow them to be accessible, in my opinion, completely free, to these people that have been neglected and left behind by our system for so long. I mean, a prime example that a lot of people like to bring up that... uh, I, I'm back and forth on whether I, I don't really like it, but I do because I think it kind of hits home for people. If, if someone is differently, physically differently abled, they can't use their arms or, or whatever, that doesn't mean their brain doesn't work. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about how, well, what if what if the cure to cancer was killed in the concentration camps?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, Fair. But what if the cure to cancer is sitting in someone's brain who you don't give the tools to allow them Mm -hmm. to participate in society? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying every differently abled person needs to have the fucking cure to cancer. They don't. Mm -hmm. They don't need to contribute anything to still be a valid human being. But that's the argument a lot of people like to make. So use it now. These people are alive and are thinking and working right now. And we are not... Giving them the tools to be connected to society yep. I mean it's so stupid You have a whole segment of the population That you are not allowing To participate Yeah. Just because it's supposedly too expensive Or hard Yeah. Well now that argument's out the fucking window Because you've created all this in a matter of months Yep. So we need to really Keep on this And fight to make sure That these systems stay in place mm-hmm. And are accessible for those who actually need them
1: Yep Well, and I think even more, I'll push one, I'll push even a little bit further than that. Yeah, push, please. I think that if anything, we have been, we have had it made very clear that much of what our society pre COVID 19 was, was unnecessary fluff. Mm -hmm. And jobs that were mostly created for busy work purposes Mm -hmm. to keep people continuing to do the same thing yeah. and y'all can talk about the collapse in the stock market i don't care about your imaginary numbers right they, they're yeah. all it's line big. go down
2: Woo! It, it's, it's made like up.
1: <laughs> it's all made up so come at me find me on twitter <laughs> fight about it but uh you know i i just want i think we need to as a society get to the understanding that people's value should not be determined by an imaginary number that they help prop up mm-hmm. or because the the argument is always oh well they produce x amount of widgets and that gets translated into stock price but nobody's factory is burnt down nobody's lost stockpiles of anything you've no. seen how far the line went down right so it's all imaginary it is uh let people be and be actualized and supported in being people and you would have no shortage of the proverbial cures for cancer. Mm-hmm. You'd have no shortage of art, which everybody go thank a local artist because that's how we're not going insane, True. right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you would have no no sort of shortage for great thinkers, philosophizers, mm-hmm. if you just let people be, exist as human beings right. and derive their value from that. So, like I said, uh, I think, yes, all these systems should be made permanent. Mm-hmm because I, you know I am harm reductionist I am mm-hmm. for being progressive in our our movement but right. I think the next push from that needs to be well why why is it that there has to be a branch manager
2: right
1: why is it that there has to be a boss that makes four times the amount mm-hmm. of what his line workers do for no reason other than there was an imagined hierarchy that needed to be created right. So, yeah. you know, I, I just think, and that's again, coming as a revolutionary, right. I consistently am looking for, well, what's the next push?
0: Right. Well, because you're right. Because even if we did keep, you know, keep these systems in place, these folks are still going to only be able to get those entry-level busy work jobs. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to be a branch manager mm-hmm. or whatever, because the system is that hierarchy is still going to be in place and they're still going to be misvalued. Yep. So Yeah. Not to go completely off the rails, but I think that's what draws us both towards communism is the yeah. removing the value, yeah. the dollar signs above a person's head. They, everyone has value because they're a human being, not because of what they can contribute to society. Because, at, like you said, everyone can contribute differently. Yeah. It's equal, equal value.
1: I know a lot of people who contributed more in my life Simply by showing when my when I lost my wife, showing up that day
2: yeah.
1: to sit with me quietly,
0: mm-hmm. just to be present.
1: You know that that was a contribution to society. Yeah. Now, now in a capitalist framework, can you quantify that? Hell no,
0: and you don't need to.
1: And and it it uh, just really elucidates to me how imaginary the the line is, yeah. as
2: it were. You know, it's yeah.
1: a, uh, value. Uh, the production of compounding interest and, and such. One thing that COVID-19 has done is fully mask off for lots of people and lots of systems. Mm-hmm. And we are seeing now with these re- reopening protests, mm-hmm. which, by the way, to tie it back full circle, are more mostly going to hurt our differently able comrades. Yeah. But to tie it all full back circle... Mm-hmm. capitalism has fully masked off, they've shown you that they will gladly sacrifice 3% of you, 5% yeah. of you, if it means that their imaginary lines can go back to going up. Yeah. A uh, shout out to negative $40 barrel oil. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yep. I uh, hope y'all, all you oil companies go fucking bankrupt. Yep. You guys are war criminals.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, and that's just another sign of the push against advancement we mm-hmm. people have been screaming green energy for years mm-hmm. and years mm-hmm. well no fossil fuel make money imaginary line go up mm-hmm. here we are
2: mm-hmm.
0: negative 40 dollars mm-hmm. take it as a damn sign yep. yep it's time to move on Covid has shown that basically nothing we have been doing matters i mean it does, but in a, in a Welcome systematic. Welcome to nihilism with
1: Anna and Eric. None of this matters, and you're all stardust. In a
0: systematic, statistically valued society that we have, nothing has mattered because, like you said, nothing's on fire, nothing's physically destroyed, and yet, line go down. Yep. It's all made up. If anything, art and philosophy and critical thinking has way more value. Mm-hmm and should be more valued but it's not because it doesn't contribute to the line so let these people live let them contribute or not contribute to society it doesn't matter God just let them let them have access to what they want to live their damn lives
2: crazy
0: Crazy.
1: well it it, it goes back to that first point that we were making about Mm. how there were the resources all along.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I don't want to ever hear somebody else say, how are we going to pay for it? Right. Ever. No. Because that's, uh, it was always a bad faith argument. Right. But <laughs> it has been made so plainly clear. Like I said, mask off for yeah. everything. Yeah. This has laid bare and plain the deficiencies of our system.
0: It has. I mean, it, and this kind of relates to people who don't have accessibility as well with the food industry Mm -hmm. dairy farmers have been dumping milk down the drain Mm -hmm. farmers are out in their fields destroying crops right now because they don't want too much supply Mm -hmm. and not enough demand because it'll drive their prices down they are destroying food while people are starving Mm -hmm. while differently abled people don't have access to food and are struggling People on disability in general barely get any money to get by and can't afford food while all this is being destroyed. Meanwhile, the meat and dairy industry just got a $16 billion bailout.
1: Which I should point out that for small-scale dairy farmers and small-scale vegetable farmers, we understand guys. Right. We know that you are screwed yes. too. We yes. know that grocery stores and American yep. consumer culture is awesome. has put way too many imaginary lines into this
0: it equation. Has. It has. And
1: so this isn't this is us directing our fury directly. This is industrialized at farming. You know, we know who the enemy is. Right. We know it's not right, you know, worker owned dairy farms. No. We know this. Right. So
0: Yeah. Uh, Thank you for clarifying. Well yeah. and,
1: and I just uh we're both rural-ish folks. Right. So please just kind of take this with a grain of salt. We know who the issue right. is. And we know it's not you local farmers well, and if we farmers.
0: had a system of localized mm-hmm. farming, we wouldn't have these issues. Mm-hmm. The supply and demand would be more localized. And I understand that some places don't have accessible farms and, and that's workable, but this giant industry that's been so industrialized for just waste. Yeah. And cruelty and just terribleness yep. I mean you can apply it to the ag industry or really anything else that 's yeah. been monopolized, but yeah, individual family farms and stuff like that i that 's yeah definitely a different ballpark. I know that those people are struggling and and do what they can, but yeah, this system to to loop back around, I kind of got off on a tangent there, but this. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. It is
1: a mess. Well, and it, you know, when you... For hundreds of years... Dehumanize differently abled folks. Dehumanize other marginalized groups. You know, other mar- marginalized racial groups. Black and brown folks. Mm. Asian folks. When you dehumanize these groups for hundreds of years it is a slap in the face when people go, Well wow, the Holocaust was so bad. I'm glad that can never happen here in the United States.
0: It's happening every day. You
1: know, it, Exactly. It, it has been long and drawn out and more carefully hidden.
0: When asked people of Japanese ancestry mm-hmm. who were in concentration mm-hmm. camps at the same time, okay. I mean, but yeah, regardless, even now, they... Back to the point of eugenics. They're they're doing the same thing. They're just doing it a little quieter and a little more accepted. But honestly, at this point, with what we're seeing, if the Holocaust were happening, these people who are going out bitching about haircuts, they wouldn't stop it. Yeah. If it's not them, yeah. they wouldn't They'd stop it. They'd be
1: complaining that they can't get their champagne from France.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Because the rail, rail cars are being used right. up. You know, this is... Yeah. These... I think we've seen directly just how comfortable people can get and just how much atrocity they will watch mm-hmm. and put up with provided Tiger King comes out with another season mm-hmm. or their Amazon dildos and drones come in the mail <laughs> or, you know, I know nothing yeah. against dildos and drones. <laughs> I think you guys should super glue them together and fly them around, but hey, that's just there me. there go. Um,
0: but
1: yeah, you're right. You know, we right. we are very comfortable, very sedated, and this is me speaking at large, generalistically about mm-hmm. the There are obviously groups that are not at all comfortable.
2: Right.
1: Anybody on the left, you should pay attention to those groups. They have a good idea on what's going on. Right. Even if you think you know more theory than them, you should probably pay attention to these marginalized groups.
2: Well, they right. They know more than you.
0: And it and it takes effort because it's easy to fall into that sedated trap. Mm-hmm. Of, well, it's not affecting me, so I'm just not really going to pay attention to it. But as much as it is upsetting and, you know, hurts your brain and hurts your heart, it's like we do need to focus on the people who need help and are struggling because they're out there. And they've been kicked around for hundreds of years. And it's long past time to stand up and be a comrade and, and boost these people up. And boost their voices yeah. and listen to them and because we have to do better yeah. I mean either we're all gonna die or we have to actually get together and say all right yeah. let's do this and do it right
1: when we say all we mean all all we all have to get together yeah reactionaries are not invited fuck you guys <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> if you are at the state capitol protesting about a haircut while people are dying not you. Yeah. Go, go away, Karen. Sorry, but, like, no. But, yeah, I don't know. Is I think we kind of covered everything that we had planned on.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, one about. more thing.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Mutual aid and community yes. defense.
0: Yes, okay, yeah. Good segue I, I, for yeah, what I, we were I, just talking about. I wanted
1: to leave it towards the end anyway. Yeah. And uh, so we could leave on kind of a, a, a positive note, an uplifting note. Yeah. Uh, mutual aid and community defense. You know, for... will we were just talking about uh white guilt Mm -hmm. and you could apply this all sorts of different ways able-bodied straight guilt you know whatever the way you ameliorate that is by being on the right side of history
2: yeah
1: okay you don't have to carry that shit with you every day you don't have to fucking beat your breast and and be so very sad about being born a white straight male with able bodied grow up (laughs) put your boots on and help fix the problem right And, you know, the way you fix that problem, community defense networks, Mm -hmm. that is people that you know that you can trust to de-escalate situations, provide actual physical security for people. Mm -hmm. Let's get the police out of our communities, because if you're differently abled, you're far more likely to be shot by the cops as well. Yes. And then it comes to the last one, which is mutual aid. Mm -hmm. And there's a key difference between mutual aid and charity. Mutual aid is me providing you what you need so that you can continue going on and join with me. Mm -hmm. Charity is me throwing you a bone from time to time. So you don't eat me. Uh, yeah, we need to be building mutual aid networks at this moment, mutual aid and community defense. You know, we're running a mutual aid group for COVID-19 for anybody that needs some help. Please find us, you know, we can link to it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Um, we also have a community defense group here in Decatur.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, but now is the time to start building these things. Yeah. The time was 20 years ago.
0: It was, yeah. But, but we
1: can't do anything about no,
0: it. No, we can't.
1: Second best time planted tree trees today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to be able to ameliorate this current crisis and maybe even not prevent, but help really dull the effects of the next crisis.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because there's always going to be an issue. Whether it be another sickness that comes through, whether it be another warmonger, get elected mm-hmm. and really drag us into another big one. Um, these are interconnected issues. And so we've got to be fighting them on all fronts. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, really, I think the next thing we're going to face is going to be the economic crisis mm-hmm. that's been created mm-hmm. from this. Because ideally... <laughs> chance the rapper tweeted yesterday so you guys ready for socialism or communism and it's like ideally now's the time hell yeah yeah. let's just cycle on over but obviously the people in power are going to do everything they can to stop that and the ones who are going to suffer are your differently abled people Mm -hmm. your black and brown people Mm -hmm. the the people who they already push underneath their boot are going to be the ones who continue to suffer so like you said community defense mutual aid There's, I don't want to say there's never been a more important time because every day is a more important time. Mm -hmm. But today and now while we recover from this and while people are reeling from this is really the time to build those grassroots, strong connections and communities so that we can all rise up together Mm -hmm. rather than just a few of us stagnant. Yep. So.
1: Which chance? open them pockets buddy. yeah
0: like, <laughs> yep
1: find us in the, the in the show notes and throw us some bones because right. like you want to do this we can do this but y'all got the money yeah so.
0: open your purse <laughs> good kid
1: good kids mad city up in chicago could use some funds so mm-hmm. you know you, you got the money homie
0: right yep well i think that's it i think that's all we had yeah. to I think just ball today but listen to people build your networks Be be nice to each other. God. Amen. Be unless they're at the Capitol screaming about haircuts. (laughs) Don't be nice.
1: Fuck you, Karen. Don't be
0: nice to Karen. But other than that, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. If you guys made it this far, we'll be back at some point in the near future. Um, So yeah, thanks for listening.
1: Have a good one.